In the event that you find the accused guilty, the bench will not entertain a recommendation for mercy. This kid is guilty, pal. It's as plain as the nose on your face. So why don't we stop wasting our time here? We're gonna all get sore throats if we keep it up, you know. Not guilty. What's up, everybody? This is the Not Guilty Podcast, the podcast where three friends talk about the movies we love, even though the world says that we should not. When a movie gets 10% on Rotten Tomatoes, we are that 10%. That's us. My name is Alex. My name is Kyle. <clears throat> I'm Chris, and this is this is going to end well for me. This I is going to end so good for you. I, you know what? Spoiler alert. This week, we are hitting up a classic classic movie of epic proportions called space jam oh everybody get up whoop now sit back down and it's uh space jam from what year was this this is like the 90s obviously 96 thank you for the fact 96 sir starring uh your boy michael jordan was this his first film like uh, I think first and only acting debut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, let me see about that. Michael Jordan, as himself, according to um, Rotten Tomatoes, his uh, highest rated movie is He Got Game from 1998. Oh, he was in another movie. I never saw He Got Game, though. That's that's definitely evident to he's, my memory. He was in another movie called Maxi. Which has zero percent. I don't think I want to see that. He's also <laughs> in Michael Jordan to the Max, which is at sixty-seven. Could hey, be worse. Is he returning for the sequel that is going to be dropping sometime mm. in twenty twenty? Don't look like it. It don't look like it. Let me see. I'm sure it's going to be like a modern day basketball hero. Yeah, yeah like uh, St- <laughs> Stephen Curry. It's Stephen Curry. Who here watches uh, basketball? Well, as everybody knows, I am the biggest NBA fan. Um, You're not going to find anybody bigger. For our listeners, NBA, I believe, stands for National Basketball Association. That's right. right. That's right. That's right. NBA. So basketball. Basketball Association. And Um, for those... As well, I'm I'm probably the biggest fan of Looney Tunes. Let's well, we have two experts at the table: one on basketball, one on Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. Chris, are you an expert on aliens or monsters? <laughs> mm. I can talk about some aliens. I know a little bit about some different aliens. Name one. All right. Well, you got you got alien. You got That's aliens. Cool. You got alien cubed. Resurrection, Prometheus. I, I could go on. Yeah. At least one more movie. <laughs> I don't know what that one was That's called. That's cool. Though. I'm Did you see that last one? That alien uh, Res- construction? What is it? It begins with a C. Consolidation. Alien consolidation. I think that's what the... What is that Reconciliation. Called? Yes. Did you see that one? I didn't see that one. That's the only one I haven't seen. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's all right. It's it, okay. It's all right. It's kind of weird. It's okay. It, it le- leaves on a little depressing. Uh, never mind. We'll talk about that later. Retrial up. <clears throat> Retrial up. So, Space Jam 2 will star 
LeBron James. There it is. Don Cheadle's going to be in it. Ah. I wonder what he's going to play. The Bill Murray character. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> it's produced by Ryan Coogler. Oh, really? Yeah. He's taking a break from Black Panther 2, and it's going to hop on Space Jam 2. This might be pretty good. <laughs> you know what? Maybe. Is, Ken- is Kendrick Lamar going to do the soundtrack? <laughs> Dude. Wow. One could you- hope. I know. All right. So I would you say that this is a film where the soundtrack, the soundtrack probably, I don't know. Would you say that it was bigger than the movie itself? Possibly. I mean, let me go through. You might be surprised by who you come across. On the soundtrack. Starting from the top, you got Seal, Coolio, Quad City DJs. They did the uh, titular Space Jam track. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jam! R. Kelly. There it is. Be Real, Busta Rhymes, Coolio again, LL Cool J, Method Man. That was all one song, by the way. That was was all Hit Him High. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was a good one. The Monstars Anthem. Uh, D'Angelo, which I did not know that till today. Wow. From The Office? <laughs> Monica, Salt Napepa, Robin S. <laughs> uh, Salt Napepa. Barry White featuring Chris Rock. I remember that song oh, very yeah. vividly. Featuring Chris Rock? Chris. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, all for One, R. Kelly again. Chain- oh, Jay-Z. Wow. Spin Doctors. Oh. What's Spin Doctors doing on there? <laughs> they did, Get uh, those guys out of there. They did That's the Way in parentheses. I, I like, like it. it. Okay. And the final song, Buggin' by Bugs Bunny, which is maybe the standout. Maybe. <laughs> Buggin'. Maybe. Okay. So, yeah, Buggin'. And then, of course, the, uh, the, the anthem of the movie, which they played at least three times, I Believe I Can Fly, uh-huh. by one R. Kelly, who... These days isn't a popular uh, character in society. No, no, he's made a name for himself. <laughs> so, what are your what, what are y'all's history with this film? Like, did you see with it R. Kelly? No, um, I've stop, never been a. Stop. You don't want to talk about R. Kelly no, anymore? I don't, okay. I don't really want to. No, no, thank you. I oh. I remember it vividly being a cultural thing. You know, like it was. Uh, Pretty popular. I mean, you couldn't go. You couldn't go to anywhere without hearing that R. Kelly song. Uh, R. Kelly, uh, his his song, "I Believe I Can Fly." So you can't go anywhere without hearing that song R. Ke- by R. Kelly. So R. No. Kelly's song was everywhere, and I heard it. You know, when I went to the when I went to like the Walmart, I heard R. Kelly's song when I went to. Were like, you in the Snickers aisle? When I went to the Snickers aisle. I heard it at the dentist. Um, oh, and it was never ending when you would walk into a uh, Spencer's Gifts <laughs> in the summer of 1996. Yeah, summer of 96. So, yeah, R. Kelly um, was all over everywhere by then. Probably more than Michael Jordan. But, yeah, so R. Kelly was pretty pretty much everywhere at the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. R. Kelly. So, uh, but the movie was big too. I do remember the movie being quite the thing. Oh yeah, as well. I I don't remember if I saw it in theaters. I think, I think Kyle, you probably weren't around. No, no, this came out a year before uh, I, I was born. <laughs> yeah, 
So, so I didn't really grow up. I've this is my first time watching this movie. Nice. Mm. So, nice. Yeah. Well, I'm cool happy to, for uh, you. You finally saw it. Yeah, it's cool to finally partake. The in end the, of uh, one era, the beginning of another. That's right, as they yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. So, um, do you, Chris? Um, can you give us like a little bit like? Do, do you think that this is based on a true story? Well, we can't prove that it's not. I mean, it was all underground. <laughs> That's true. So what That's you're true. saying is there's a possibility. That the Looney Tunes world is at the center of the world. Yeah, that's what that's what's in the I mean, core. Like the WB logo is the core. Yeah, once you get to that, once you it's the upper cratest layer, then the cirrostratus man you crustacean so layer, and this then is, b- there's terrible. some little bit of magma, and then magma. underneath that is the WB logo. Gotcha, <laughs> and then, gotcha. And then you go into Looney Tune Town. Man, we're getting like really scientific yeah. here. Yeah. Well. On another note, I mean, it makes it, I don't know, raises some questions. Like, if we look at <laughs> classic literature like Dante's Inferno, <laughs> if you go underground, that's generally where the uh, fallen angels resided, which really at, leads to the question, are Looney Tunes fallen angels? Oh, All well, right, that's... Tom Hanks, give it, a, give it an easy rest there. <laughs> What's that in reference to? <laughs> I think the, what is that a reference to? Da Vinci, it, da Vinci? <laughs> don't question me. I, I don't think so. I don't know. I think you're thinking of uh, John Travolta and Michael. So National space, treasure. So Space Jam, starring Bill Murray. But yes, I think I that that's a that's a valid theory. There is so much. I think so. We open up on Michael Jordan's childhood, and I'm like, if you're not prepared for this movie in any way, shape, or form, this is just a biopic right now. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of watched it with that in the back of my mind the entire time. What if this is actually a biopic? And it kind of makes yeah. it better. <laughs> it kind of makes it a... Uh, I'm like... Yeah. And we'll talk about that by the end, but... So, when it There's came, a lot of stuff that checks out in when, that. When it came out, were you not a fan? Um, were you too, like, fan, <laughs> fangirling over Dragonheart? Yes. Um, prob- <laughs> nice edit. Uh... <laughs> I think I was trying to give you something else. Well, definitely, I was definitely into Dragonheart. What is this, 96? I don't know. Well, back in those days, you're only able to like one thing at a time, really. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed the Looney Tunes, I would say, Merry Melodies and all, but um, I, don't, I don't remember being a huge fan of it. No, okay. I think I, I probably did see it, though, in theater. I just don't remember it very well. Yeah. I, speaking of that first scene, I, I just I, one of my favorite things about it is how like baby Michael Jordan is a better actor than adult Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm gonna play in the NBA. Also, his dad just like looks takes the first opportunity to just discourage his dreams. <laughs> like the moment he mentions baseball, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, that." <laughs> I'm gonna play baseball just like you. I'm gonna be a basketball player. All right, let's go to bed, son. <laughs> Uh, even a basketball player's got to have some sleep. I liked how like shocked he was at how good he was actually becoming a basketball. I'm like, do you not watch him? Like, do you pay attention? Uh, uh, yeah. He's like, wait a minute, you actually got some skill here. Yeah, and all. Yeah, just the fact that it. I don't know. It was crazy. I was like, this dude's pretty kid. Like, this kid's pretty good. This good's pretty kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this good's pretty kid. <laughs> So, music by James Newton Howard. Yeah. Yeah, I guess just like an updated uh, Looney Tunes theme. 
I want to see this soundtrack uh, on the Village movie. Because mm-hmm. he did the soundtrack. It would for that probably too. work. Totally and the Sixth Sense. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, like when um, when when Joaquin Phoenix gets stabbed, just like pan down to the knife and then start the Looney Tunes theme. <laughs> Who, that's there all, it is. <laughs> and with that, that's all, folks. So, what did you guys think of this Stan character? We're introduced to him pretty early on. It's got a he's got a ridiculously like beat up 1960s car. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not sure what this is in here for. I guess just to make us hate him for whatever reason. Oh, he's the worst. <laughs> His car smokes as he drives. And he can't even and he was pretty darn creepy in that first scene with Michael Jordan. I mean, he he would do anything for him. Yeah, he talks like a like a mafia bodyguard. <laughs> I won't let anyone mess with you. And uh yeah, a lot of bits, a lot of bits throughout the entire thing. A lot of bits that uh you know him falling into the uh dugout was there. Well first him looking <laughs> down at him upside down, be like, Are you Michael Jordan? Yeah, I hated that guy, <laughs> Stan. Aww. Well that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to hate him. So you can love him in the end. I uh, wouldn't I wouldn't have mind him. Ah, he, he leaves kept, the movie as a balloon. He can <laughs> And we never see him again, right? As a farting balloon, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's his exit. But seriously, what did you guys think of that Stan character? I uh, I adored him. Is that I what you say? <laughs> yes, how would you know? No, I, well, I he was know. certainly Wayne Knight. He was he was okay at the beginning. New he movie. was a little annoying, but then he kept coming back. And then, yeah. I was Being like, more no. annoying. Yeah, and then uh, it got really tiring very quickly. <laughs> So yeah, wasn't a wasn't a huge fan. So the premise essentially for those who are listening who have not seen Space Jam is that Michael Jordan is just a wee lad with a dream, a big dream of playing baseball. And so on his way to get there, he becomes a basketball superstar and then finally achieves his dream of playing baseball. Um, at least I guess that's what I'm supposed to. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> he did mention that his uh, dad didn't live to see him become a baseball player. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, his dad was just disappointed with him his entire life. <laughs> just sad. I didn't. I didn't pick that up. Yeah. Well, that's what. That's what he wanted. That's why you have to watch this like an autobiography, really. Okay. And so these moron aliens. All right. Transition. We've got we've got a little bit established with their character Michael Jordan, and you know I'm hooked. I'm like I'm I'm down. I'm like I want to I want to find out what happens to this guy. Michael Jordan from North Carolina. From North I'm Carolina. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> so these monsters in space decide that they want they want Looney Tunes for otherwise their, known as aliens. <laughs> aliens from outer space. Decide that for their amusement park, they want the Looney Tunes as their newest attraction. Mm. I don't blame them. No. I mean, that'd be a pretty good attraction. Yeah. I mean, I think Six Flags would have an issue with that. Yeah. And so that's the story. They, they uh, challenge the Looney Tunes to a game of basketball. Oh, the no. Looney Tunes challenge them. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what right. Do you, what do you guys think of that animation? Like when you first see it going into the amusement park? I thought it was real. I thought I was like, wow. Yeah. That's a pretty sick transition yeah. into the into the animated world. For it's real. like, wait a minute. 
Are we in space? Or are we like actually in a cartoon now? I didn't even notice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it goes from biopic, That's what you... and then uh, two minutes later, I'm in an alien. <laughs> I'm in an alien l- layer with oh, yeah. a Danny De- <laughs> Danny DeVito like character smoking a cigar, and then saying that the customer gets always gets what they want. The it's really always the, right. Really, that's the perfect happy medium with uh, live action animation. Is just that little uncanny valley yeah. transition. That's right. I will say this. I kind of liked the animation mixed with the uh, live action. I thought it was okay. Well, well it's wait. more like live action mixed with animation if you want to split a hair <laughs> okay. about it. You want to split right. a hair? Split a hair with the boys. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I Would thought you like to split a hair? I thought it was really cool. You know, I yeah. thought, especially, this is 1996, right? It was a lot better than Dragonheart, I got to say. Oh, that mix. what? Just I saying. The Looney Tunes sucked in Dragonheart. <laughs> hey, dude, this is a movie you should check out. Have you seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit? You haven't seen that? No. Wow. All right. So, so that's 94-ish or something, right? Oh, man. Maybe. Early? I did For some grow, reason, I thought it was like I didn't really grow up with the Looney Tunes. I was more Tom and Jerry. Too violent? And then like oh. yeah. public access television. <laughs> you weren't allowed to watch the Looney Tunes? No. Actually, okay. we, I don't think we were. <laughs> that secular music yeah. that they had in the Merry Melodies. There's too much violence. <laughs> of course, then I watched Tom and Jerry, so I don't really know how that evened out, but you know. Well, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is pretty fantastic. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it, it might be worthy of a yeah, watch. It's, it's no Space Jam, but it's pretty good. It's no Space Jam. No, seriously, I, I actually do love Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I think it's aged really well. Well, it's a Robert Zemeckis masterpiece, as they say. Yeah, it was uh, 80s Robert Zemeckis, so it's still pretty good. Yeah. A little fun fact, the guy who uh, voiced Bugs Bunny in this also voiced Doug. And he voiced everything. Really? Yeah. yeah, his name's Billy West. Yeah. He's like this huge he was, uh, animated he was, voice actor. I think he was Stimpy from mm-hmm. Ren and Stimpy. He was, really? He was... Uh, like half the cast on Futurama. Yeah, he was Fry. He was the main character. Oh, love that. He's been in everything. Like, there's he's a, all over the place. There's an amazing documentary. I want to say it's called Name That Voice or something like that. And it's about voice acting and just how underappreciated it is and stuff and how there's a there's a lot of repeat actors and how they're they're they've really they've really they're talented. Um I but, think I'll start it. I think I'll watch that actually. You think you will or you think I you think did? I did. Well, I'm glad it made such an impact on you. <laughs> you know, every movie <laughs> after that's every movie's goal. I think I did watch that. Yeah, whenever I finish a movie when the credits roll, I'm like, I think I watched that. Four stars. <laughs> I think I watched that. Yeah, like as soon as the movie's done. Patricia Heaton has a pretty gnarly cameo in there. Yeah. I'm like, she's not a anybody, but it like mm-hmm. her <laughs> she's kind of like a a featured extra where she's just given the, the Monstars information. Well, what I don't get is they also had Dan Castellano, or however you say his name, yeah. in there, who's like a fam- another one of those famous voice actors, and he's <laughs> not doing any voices in uh, this. Uh-uh. Uh, but I loved that. I'll tell you one thing. I actually really found the scenes with the NBA stars losing their powers and stuff. I found that so funny. Yeah. Like, I thought that was so funny. You didn't like that at I, all? I didn't know if they were trying to be serious because from a comedic standpoint, it was so absurd of them going through like these things trying to figure out how to get better. I was like, this is so crazy and so stupid and really funny. Like the hospital scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hospital there, scene. There's a scene where the guy is 
obviously supposed to be walking, but he's just moving his Mudsy. shoulders. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand that. It's he's like, like on a wheelchair. At, at first, I thought he was on a wheelchair. Well, I thought that... I actually remember that and thinking, oh, he must be on a wheelchair. Nope. I'm assuming that it has something to do with like the dolly or the camera or something like that. I, it's like, uh, Muggsy, I'm sorry, but right where you're going to be is like our... Uh, camera dolly and so we're gonna need you to, like pretend walk on that thing but the doctor right beside him is yeah is walking i i don't know it's a but, cool shot so yeah i would <laughs> but mugsy you're gonna have to fake walking they were so. hilarious i which i hope that is what they were going for just completely absurd but yeah, yeah. it was absurd. I, I liked those yeah definitely absurd <laughs> absurd absurd well it's lost all meaning now cool yeah, the the scene with the those players was so funny. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I think uh, I think that our theory is pretty right though. Charles Barkley probably couldn't make it the days of the, as everybody else, so they shot his uh, his B scenes on those at like different locations and stuff. That was really weird. He was the only <laughs> one that had those. He didn't go to the hospital. Yeah. He wasn't at like the tarot card reading. He was over. Uh, in the church, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't believe in that. That dark magic. Maybe. Maybe, maybe he wanted to that stay in church. Magic. I mean, that dark magic was pretty n- accurate. <laughs> she explained the whole plot of the movie. I was like, man. Well, and she couldn't decide: is it cards or crystal ball? I don't know. She's looking in the crystal ball, but has a card laying out too. So, and she I think maybe maybe the more stuff you add like that. It's like the more accurate, the more accurate. Ah. So maybe I next was, was tea leaves. Here's my theory. Like Bugs Bunny kidnapped. They didn't have someone for the fortune teller. So they got one of the writers <laughs> and they didn't have a, like a, a, a script for it. So she just read off the plot of the movie <laughs> as the, as her, as her lines. So, okay. So what you're going to say here is, you know, it, this is getting a little complicated. Let's, let's re recapture the audience's attention. Give a little bit of exposition. Okay. Basketball players. Uh, aliens have stolen your powers. <laughs> anyway, yeah, there's some product placement moments in this movie that I think that where <laughs> <laughs> I think that scene when uh, he's in that hotel room. By the way, that I don't think Michael Jordan would ever stay at. That is such <laughs> a know. '90s scene. If like in any '90s movie, there's always going to be a motel scene. <laughs> so, and then Newman comes out, and he's like. All right, Michael, time for practice. Grab your Mountain Dew and Gatorade and, and Wheaties. <laughs> and he goes off every Michael Jordan sponsor. I thought it was so funny, though, that I was like, okay, this is them having fun yeah. with that. It was almost, I think that was them it was having almost like fun that with Wayne's it. World moment. You yeah, know, yeah, where yeah. He's like, we won't sell exactly. out. And it's just everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually the first thing on the spoilers. Or uh-huh. not the spoilers, the uh, trivia. Uh, the exact line is, come on, Michael, it's game time. Slip on your Hanes, lace up your Nikes, take your Wheaties and your Gatorade, and we'll grab a Big Mac on the way to the ballpark. <laughs> that was so good. I actually thought that was yeah. pretty pretty clever. There's a couple of moments like that in this, too. I don't know, the comedy as... I think all the Looney Tunes stuff is not funny, but... I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Looney Tunes anyway. Like, I don't think any of it... I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a big well, slapstick I think, guy. I think it, I think a lot of it is, like, it was funny for its time. Yeah, whereas yeah. I don't think this was as much. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, I thought the human... Like, the human characters were, like, all great. Yeah, yeah. Bill Murray and everything. Yeah. Bill Murray. Um, I love the NBA the players. I love... Yeah. <laughs> 
within Michael his Jordan. acting career, aside from Wes Anderson films, like he's always just playing himself. Because in Zombieland, he played Bill Murray too. Yeah, like that. He just plays. That's a, that's, that's probably one of the best cameos. Hilarious. When I saw because I saw that in theater, and I had I did not I did that was a spoiler free surprise for me. Yeah, spoiler free surprise for me. <laughs> that was a spoiler free surprise for me. I, there's a better way to say that. That was a spoiler-free surprise for me. And <clears throat> that's probably the best way. And so with the spoiler-free surprise for me... Hakuna Matata. <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Something about Bill, Bill Murray and Zombieland. <laughs> yeah, it was um, a spoiler-free surprise for me. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> okay. So it was pleasant. That's fun. <laughs> That's fun. Um, yeah, I loved. Uh, yeah, Bill Murray was maybe my favorite part of this movie. Yeah, just like his entire arc of just wanting <laughs> to be an NBA player, playing one game and then retiring, <laughs> playing not just one game but one pass of one game. <laughs> ten seconds. Yeah, Bill Murray was me in high school when I played <laughs> basketball. Like there were ten seconds left. They're like, you can't do anything to ruin this. So go on out there, Chris. <laughs> I loved the wow. uh, the scene that you pointed out where, as he was saying he was retiring, he looked at the camera, dead eye. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This movie is a metaphor for this season in MJ's career. And Bill Murray in that moment is a joke? like... Huh? A joke? That's, that's, that's too harsh. I'm not going to go there. But yes, yeah, it was a total joke. That scene, that scene in particular with him, it's like, okay... I think that put the nail in the coffin for me. I'm like, all right, I know what this movie's about. Yeah. I know what it's about now. I get yeah. it. The ability to break the fourth wall was really good for yeah. Michael Jordan, just because like, he could look at the cue cards whenever uh-huh. he needed to. Right. <laughs> Line. <laughs> and, you know, they're like, maybe the pitch for this movie was, all right, we've got Michael Jordan. We need to put him in a movie. And all the directors are like, oh, you're kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. We know what it was like shooting these commercials. Uh, it's gonna be a tough one. So, you know what we should do? Let's just put them in front of a green screen. Shoot a bunch of reaction shots. We'll fill in all the details later. All right. What can we do? Remember that movie, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yes. Get Zemeckis on the phone. It's, cra- it's crazy you have this audio. Hello? Robert? Yes? What are you doing? Oh, I just heard it sitting on Back to the Future number three. That sounds excellent. I hope there are no cowboys in this one. <laughs> well, sorry to say, but, uh, maybe so. I'm, uh, looking at a script right now for, uh, a movie called, uh, Forrest Gump. Oh, really? Tell us more about that. Well, um, it's in the, it's in the vault right now. I can't talk about it. That's how that went. Wow. That's <laughs> incredible. Had very little to do with Space Jam, but it was still really interesting That's... to listen to. Oh, wait a minute. Before I get, before I get off the phone, oh. how's, that, oh, movie still going? how's yeah. that movie Space Jam going? Uh, pretty good, Robert. Can you tell us um, how you did uh, how you did uh, uh, the other cartoon movie we're talking about? <laughs> yes. You're going to need a green screen and a very talented actor. Check one box. <laughs> Can the talented actor be Bill Murray? 
Okay, so uh, <laughs> man, this is you can only get this at Not Guilty Podcast. Yeah. This exclusive content. This this exclusive uh, voice recording. Man, this is a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> we went into the WB vaults to get this audio. Man, that's right. That's right. Oh, this is good. So, uh, I haven't defended this movie at all. No, tell, tell us about okay. it. What's why are you? Why did? Why do when, you want this? When did you first see this? Oh, let's see. Summer of '96. That would make me six years of age. Uh-huh. Year of our Lord. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> and at this point, I was like, yeah, cartoons. I mean, sure, sign me up. And I mean, and you're I was, like basketball. Yes. Not yet. Although after watching this movie, I was like, "Basketball, yes." You're like, "I'm gonna play basketball, yeah. just like my no, baseball." I was saying, "I want a jersey." Ah, and you better believe I got one. <laughs> I got me a Toon Squad jersey. Do, do you still have it? Uh, I don't think so. Oh. It wouldn't fit me anymore. Well, one can only hope. Yeah, I I might get another one someday. That you know what? I wouldn't blame you for one second. Mm-hmm. I would blame you for two. Oh man! And then. Let's see. Let me look at my watch. And we're done. <laughs> uh, so I think the monsters represent MJ's uh, insecurities about returning to the sport that made him. What do you Whoa. think? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I think wow. they're colorful monsters that like have big booties. <laughs> That's what he's scared of <laughs> most. That we saw many times throughout this movie. <laughs> But, I like your, your thought of like, okay, somebody had to animate that. It's like a little more jiggle. That had quite a bounce. That one. That one dude's. Yeah. A lot of monster booty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's true, though. That's an interesting perspective. Is that they were. Uh, no, not yours. <laughs> not your booty comment. That's like uh, that they. Uh, it's you know they had to, they com- they CG'd uh, in John Wick uh, dog crap on the ground. It didn't turn out very well. I think they probably needed to spend a little bit more time on it, or just you know what they probably could have composited. Man, just I haven't seen John Wick yet. Yeah, yeah, we don't but, get that reference. Oh, oh, spoiler, spoiler. Um, that's just almost- the just know that the dog crap is fake, and that they CG'd it in there. See, is there is an it- easier way to see say CG'd CG'd it? So Foghorn Ladcorn straight up died in this movie well good he was he's probably racist <laughs> he was singing i wish i was in the land of cotton while he was playing the game <laughs> did he say that really yeah <laughs> foghorn leghorn yeah he's my least favorite looney tune probably i say i say i say i sit on you <laughs> uh, oh man that's really original that's cool well, um I didn't real I didn't realize the connection until just now. Yeah. <laughs> so he yeah. So that that's Michael one Clump. Looney Tune. Let's go through them all. Uh Bugs. Taz, buzz. Yeah. Bugs. Did you say Buzz? No. Buzz Lightyear? <laughs> I sure didn't. Um Lola. Oh let's talk about Lola. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so Lola was the product of one producer saying is this we true? Need, is this a factoid that we're... Or, or, this is 100% okay. factual. It was one producer saying, we need something for the girls who are going to be watching this. And the other one's saying, yeah, we need something for, like, the dads. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. Uh, Hello? Oh, I don't know if I want to listen to this I one. Don't, I don't want to hear this one. 
I can't they stop the recording. Up. It's okay. They okay. hung up. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why we played that clip. Uh, that was a pretty useless clip, though. They Ouch. emailed. They emailed. I hit my fingy on the table. <laughs> Do you think Bill Murray knew he was in a movie? <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. I think... Um, Whatever they paid him, double it. That's yeah. all I got to say. I like his line, Larry's not white, Larry's clear. <laughs> Whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he would have actually said that. I mean, like that's a Bill, something he that's would a say. That's a Murray original? Yeah. Uh, well, can we go back to Lola real quick? Oh, sure. <laughs> nah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> Let's skip that. <laughs> <Okay. back. laughs> all right. So we went through Bugs, Lola. Daffy, Taz. Daffy was fun. I like Daffy. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No. I didn't like Daffy at all. He was my least favorite. But he, he was, was my least favorite, too. He gave he us was... everything that he got. I, I don't care. <laughs> it's a reference to the soundtrack. Is that, is that what it says? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then what's the other? Donald Duck. Like, I don't like I don't like the duck animated characters. What's Darkwing Duck? Um, mm, it's been a while. Ooh, I don't be know. Be careful, man. Watch your words. Uh, is Darkwing Duck pretty? He's my pretty, boy. Is he? I haven't seen it in a while. How about DuckTales? Woo. Um, I think... Uh, what about American Tale? You know what? Um, both thumbs up for both of them. Okay. Cool. Yeah, the Two NBA... Two feathers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, they did get Charles Barkley back for the end do shot you think, with the other people. Do you think Daffy NBA Dust stars. was winging it? The entire time when he was playing basketball. So the Pine. Jordans family arc pretty much revolves around mostly about them being athletically challenged because <laughs> they're like Michael and his son are both just bad at baseball. <laughs> oh, is that? I didn't catch. I I heard some statistics on the way in the house, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't get it. Was this just anti? Like produced by the anti baseball <laughs> association? Uh, yeah, the ABL. Um, no, ABA. I think so. ABBA. <laughs> oh, I said league. Oh, sorry. the anti baseball league. I don't know. I, I thought his know. family would have played a little more, uh, played a bigger part into the movie. The way they introduced him. Yeah. And the, oh, let's talk about that dog that jumped up on Michael Jordan. That, okay, so that one was a little. That one was a little <laughs> bit of an eye roll situ. Like I don't like scenes where dogs jump on people and then lick their face. Oh man, you're gonna yeah. hate Beethoven <laughs> when we get to that episode. John John Hughes classic. Uh, anyway, did he do Beethoven? He did. What? what? Yeah, he did. What? He did like three of them. What? Yeah, John Hughes. Wow. Man. Yeah, John Hughes is another guy who didn't do so great after the 80s. I do want to talk about one scene when Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck are trying to find Michael Jordan's uh, equipment. Yeah. Dude, why is his stuff just thrown everywhere? He has a shoe up on like the top of the fireplace just That's chilling. a special shoe spot. Yeah. He's yeah, very but superstitious. Then, but then there's one that's just on the coffee table. Like, well, what, he's very is, superstitious. Do you think in his free time that's he's where just, they go. just watching? He's just looking at a shoe. Listen, everything <laughs> he has drinks, its place. He, he displays one and he drinks coffee out of the other. <laughs> <laughs> just didn't make sense. I mean, the rest it didn't of the, make sense. The, the rest of the movie did, but <laughs> that, that was my that one exactly. scene just was pointless. Just that. I mean, everything else is pretty realistic. Yeah, it was pretty solid. Pretty like, solid. Yeah, factually. Good biopic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, were you guys fans of Looney Tunes? I, I mean, I, I don't really, 
I, I remember watching them constantly, but never. I remember even thinking as a kid, this is not funny to me. Is it just that sort I'm sort of a passive fan? Like yeah. I, I, I didn't like go out of my way Maybe to watch it, but I'd watch it when it was on. Yeah, I watched, it was on. I watched something to watch. Baby Looney Tunes. That was another show that came out. And uh, Tiny Tunes. Tiny, yeah, yeah. That one too. <laughs> is those. Baby Looney Tunes a thing? Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, that it was, was. I know Muppet was Babies were early two thousands, yeah, like two thousand one. Oh, something. weird. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Cool. Muppet no, thank you. Baby. <laughs> um. I yeah, I mean, I actually appreciate Looney Tunes a little more now. Mm. Like, I think humor is one of those things that just it doesn't necessarily doesn't age well, but it's like it changes. It's different. It definitely is. So I mean, it's like it's hard to really find old comedy funny unless you know what mindset to put yourself in. Yeah. And if you look at like old Looney Tunes cartoons, some of them were very innovative. Yeah. Um, the one of the um, one of the ones they actually showed a clip from in the movie was like the barber shop one, mm-hmm. which uh, which oh his chair like went up high and then no no down. no in the background during the villain scene oh okay they yeah. were showing old Looney Tunes episodes that one's uh, pretty iconic I think a lot of people really point out the um, I don't remember what it's called but it's like the opera one. Yeah, oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah figaro yeah figaro figaro yeah 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 but it's it, like fud and uh yeah yeah okay um, and that one's like highly regarded by animators because like um it was just really well animated really well really well i don't know i don't know what else goes into animation <laughs> except the animation part but <laughs> it's had good well first of all it had great animation well it probably had some pretty excellent sound design yeah all that i do remember one looney tunes episode where they actually incorporated the writers and like uh-huh. the drawers of it, and they like had to erase drawers. Yeah, oh, the illustrators, lucky draws. They had to. <laughs> I don't know why. They had to uh, like erase the hand and the pencil because they didn't oh, want cool. to change the scene or something. That was cool. Killed I... a wabbit. <laughs> Killed a wabbit. Uh, yeah, but I, I think I think I like Looney Tunes. I don't. I haven't watched it in forever. But that um, opening title sequence is definitely iconic to the movie uh-huh. and to the era, the nineties. Yeah. Uh, but it what it looks like, if I can explain it to the listener, it's as if you've opened up Final Cut Pro and all those effects that you've ever wondered <laughs> who would ever use this. What was that for? Was used. Was used. That's what. That's what they did. <laughs> yeah. Man, I wish it had gone on forever, though. <laughs> they need to put yes, everybody true. Up. Oh, uh, listeners, the soundtrack. We man. need you to make a ten-hour loop <laughs> of the of the intro to Space Jam, please. Thank you. And we won't share it. Yeah. Now we're gonna put that email in the trash immediately. <laughs> um all right so i have like a lot of history with this uh soundtrack yeah let me hear it how about this song Mm. a lot of covers on this is it so this one's a cover yes oh i got a question go for it so all right as far as 90s soundtrack songs go i can believe I can believe I can, I can fly. <laughs> I believe I can fly. I can't uh-huh. believe I can fly. 
I can't believe it's not flying. <laughs> uh, okay, I believe I can fly versus Kiss from a Rose. Go. Well, R. Kelly is the one who did I Believe I Can Fly, and R. Kelly didn't do Kiss from a Rose. Um, I think uh, Kiss from a Rose is a better song. Are, are we saying what's better or what was more common? What's better? Oh, what's better? Oh, Kiss from a Rose. Yeah. I mean, it's true. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's the best song I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I play it every day. Ooh. Yeah, we need so to do Batman it, Forever. It, that is really true because this song is to Batman Forever as R. Kelly's I Believe I Can Fly. And what you guys can't see is every time I say R. Kelly, Kyle makes some sort of face <laughs> or adjustment. He's canceled, man. No. <laughs> um... But uh, but yeah, this song, when it came out, it was like it brought me back to the movie every time. Mm-hmm. That was how that was how the that was how the '90s were though. You'd have something like "My Heart Will Go On," mm-hmm. and or "Kiss from a Rose," and it would take you back to that experience you had, and that was like reliving it again. You it's a moment it, you don't see anymore. You think a "Kiss from a Rose" would be more prevalent in Titanic because it her it, name was Rose. Anyway, just a thought. <laughs> That's what the band should have played as the boat was sinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, yeah, that scene. Maybe that scene where at the end, where we're talking about Titanic. Again. I know, again. <laughs> Thanks episode. a lot, Kyle. Sorry, man. It's always on my mind. All right, you guys want to talk about verdicts or you want to talk about the soundtrack anymore? Hmm. That's the only. That's the only fun thing to talk about. about this movie. <laughs> I, I spent very little time defending this movie, so I'll just say <laughs> this real quick. Um, well, verdicts is the part to defend, really. I, think. I guess. I think this is the part, best part. That's fine. But go ahead. We're basically say it, say it because we're about to we're about to give our our opinions, and we want to hear we want yeah, to hear why stance. why sure. Because we just are why? really just like every other movie podcast, just ripping it for 30 <laughs> minutes. Then at the very end, we're like, oh, real quick, I do like it, though. <laughs> um, okay. So um, first, I'll start by saying five minutes into this movie, I was just kind of like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> was uh, it after the Final Cut Pro Everything Effect title sequence? No, that was pure gold. <laughs> But it was actually around the time that the Looney Tunes showed up. <laughs> like the, you know, the when was the last the, time you saw this, though? I don't know. It was, well, I said it was before I moved here, but I think it was probably more recently than that. It was okay. probably high, high school. Oh, okay. So, um, ten, within 10 years or so? No. <laughs> yeah, I guess okay. so. Yeah. Uh, so, um, okay. So it's not a great movie, <laughs> but I still think it is a lot of fun. And I mean, I remember... As a kid, it really did like sort of pique my interest in basketball and sports, and it just—I don't think of it. Eh, I think of it like more of a sports movie uh-huh. than necessarily as a comedy, because mm-hmm. I do think it's pretty exciting once you get to the basketball scene. Uh-huh. Like, and it's got a good sense of like action and a little bit of Looney Tunes humor. Like once yeah. they take Michael's secret stuff, they finally find the strength inside themselves to start cheating. <laughs> and do some Looney Tunes stuff, and that's a lot of fun, I thought. And so, they had it within themselves all along. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've seen. Well, I've them heard do that twice in the before. movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, 
I give it a light, not guilty. Light, not uh, NGL. Yeah. Not guilty light. Kyle, do you want to go or yeah? You know what? Go and then just this will be leave? behind your. Okay. Yeah. Can you leave? <laughs> okay. No. Uh, this will this will be behind your verdict oh, I get, right here. I get music. Cool. Yes. Uh, I I liked it. <laughs> it was fun. It was a fun movie. Your opinion probably matters more than both of ours because you have no bat, you have no attachment to this. No, movie. No, but like it was a funny movie. Like it was so, it was so pointless and stupid, but it was hilarious. And I would watch it again. Why not? I would gladly. It was funny. So yeah, I'm gonna say not guilty on it. Yes, I, I liked it. I used to think that I could not go on. So, uh, this movie sucks. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, but it's hilarious. That's what. That's why it's funny to me. I think it's so funny. All right, so hold on. Let me go back. This movie is definitely about Michael Jordan's life. A hundred percent. This is definitely... You can't convince me it's not now. It's not about monsters and aliens and looney tunes it's about your boy jordan struggling with this fact that he's chosen to leave the game that made him the the national basketball a and pursue baseball which was a giant mistake and you know these insecurities of like does he even have what it takes to go back to the NBA. Did he really pursue that like in real life? Yeah, this is or true. baseball? Yes. Yeah. Oh, he, I didn't know he that. He retired from basketball. And from what I understand from statistics. He Tim Tebowed he, it? <laughs> well, I don't know what that reference means other than he used. Well, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> because Michael Jordan is not the, is not the T- Tim Tebow of the NFL. He's Just like saying. he's like the Peyton Manning or whatever. It'd Tebow be like, left football to play baseball as well. So I well, um, I guess similar in that case. But uh, Michael Jordan left at like the prime of his career. Cool. Like he and I think he, from what I remember, he came back and like did even better in his return hmm. to basketball. Interesting. Like took the Bulls to the Super Bowl quite a few <laughs> took times. Him, took him by the horn. <laughs> Got a lot of goals. <laughs> so as as an NBA expert, um, I think that there's a lot of meaning to this, and it sticks with you. You know, it, it, you know, because these insecurities, you have to, you just have to embrace your childlike spirit, and then just you know beat your insecurities in a game of basketball, yeah, and return to the thing that you love, I guess. <laughs> But the movie sucks, and <laughs> but I'll say this: <laughs> watching it with friends, I think, makes it like just so much. Because if we had watched this separately, I think it would have been a completely different experience. <laughs> I think it would have been like, "What? Uh, this is such a waste of time." I'll say that it is a blast to watch with other people, especially people that are friends and that are funny so kudos to you guys watch and it with your squad <laughs> watch it with the your squad tune squad your tune squad and then uh but i do think that the movie doesn't take itself too seriously 
it yeah. it teeters. I think that first scene is kind of weird. It's really intense. <laughs> it's like, what movie is this from? <laughs> I was expecting a really intense movie, yeah. but then it didn't take it. Like you said, it didn't take itself seriously. No, so. no. Those last ten seconds of the game were pretty intense. <laughs> that's right. I mean, that's true. Um, and then and it is kind of like uh, completely complete madness during the basketball game. Yeah, it's like bit bit bit, and then it does get into heavy Looney Tunes comedy er- uh, area. But I think the stuff with the basketball players, I think the movie is not boring, which is probably my biggest thing. Anytime a movie gets a bad review from me, it typically has to do with it just being completely boring. And it feels like a money grab movie a little bit, but this, I don't, I think this was probably a big bet though. Like, I don't think that this was a sure thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Kind of like you'd see something like Battleship or like even Lego movie and stuff. Like this kind of feels like it would be, but I don't. I don't think Looney Tunes were all that popular in the nineties. You know what I mean? Not, not like they once so. were. Not like, not like the sixties when yeah. they were in their prime. Yeah, and so I, th- I kind of respect it for that. They, much like Michael Jordan, were washed up and needed, you know, a little resurgence. Yeah, the, yeah. The producers, like Michael Jordan, were really reaching for the goal there. Yeah, like. Right at the end, you know, like at the end there. That animation of his uh, Stretch Armstrong was really cool (laughs) Mm -hmm. and kind of gross. Yeah, it was. It's kind of disgusting when it's It's, like a real arm. (laughs) It's like Cronenberg body horror. Yeah, it is. You don't realize that with the Looney Tunes because they're cartoons, but if that were real life, it would be kind of gross. That's for sure. A Uh, talking rabbit? What are you saying about this movie? I'm going to say not guilty at all. I think it's. Oh, hilarious. I think it's so much fun. But you hate it. <laughs> but it sucks. Hey, but it's hilarious. We it hit sucks them high in the when best Rotten way. Tomatoes hit them low. That's true. Yeah. It sucks in the best way, though. It's like this song. This is actually about Daffy Duck, I think. If you think about it. Yeah. Fine. Because ducks can fly. Most ducks. Daffy can't, apparently. So this movie is born with like deformed wings with like fingers. Not guilty movie. This movie's not guilty at all. And I think if you want to get the whole, do you think this song's not guilty? This song is guilty. (laughs) So guilty. I'll tell you what. Right now, (laughs) R. Kelly, (laughs) guilty or not guilty? (laughs) (laughs) On retrial. (laughs) On retrial. All right. Well, that's the Not Guilty Podcast. This is Alex. This is Kyle. And this is uh, Chris. And we're saying... S- what are we saying? Uh, what are we saying? We're, s- <laughs> we're, we're not white. We're clear. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. And I can be it if I just believe it.